Tumbling Saber is proud to present the Luminous Beings Podcast. Deep dive conversations into the heart of Star Wars. Brought to you by the Tumbling Saber Patreon community. Become a powerful friend today and get access to tons of our exclusive and early access audio content at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber and become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome back to yet another episode of Luminous Beings. This week, powers and pixels. We're getting pixelated this week, everybody. We're getting weird and uh, pixelated. Wait, 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 wait. I thought, uh, I thought this one was about McClunky. Oh. No, that's fine. I'll keep going. We'll, we'll do yours. We'll do well, yours. I'm going to make a note. McClunky. Okay. Got it. We're getting weird, everybody. Pixelated. We're getting pixelated this week. We're talking about Star Wars video games and whether or not force-powered characters in these video games create unrealistic expectations for live-action characters, uh, specifically in the movies. And Star Killer! Oh, hello, Galen Merrick. Step right up. <laughs> yeah, like, like games like Force Unleashed, 1 and 2, they kind of took force powers and turned them up to 11. And now with uh, Jedi Fallen Order out, Cal Kestis seems to have quite the arsenal of force powers at his disposal. Pretty impressive for a teenager on the run. We're going to get into all this stuff, but do these force powers give off unrealistic expectations for what should happen on screen because of what video game characters can do uh, from consoles? And I, you know, I, I'm going to just state right up front here that uh, Fallen Order has come out this week, so depending on when you're listening to this, there is sort of your timestamp for when this episode was recorded. Uh, no spoilers. We haven't finished it. Yeah. We have, I haven't even started. Um, if, but if, you know, we might talk a little bit about Fallen Order. If you're sensitive to that, consider stepping away from this episode and coming back once you've played or watched your video of cutscenes or whatnot. But um, just an additional disclaimer. I think this is also important. We are both fans of Star Wars video gaming. Big fans. Mm-hmm. We're not looking to dump on the games or gamers, the people that make them, the people that play them. We just want to explore the idea of something that you know crosses over from a passive experience like reading a book or watching a movie to an interactive one like a video game do they have unintended side effects that foster like again those expectations that n- don't necessarily cross mediums like that um, so there there's two disclaimers that I wanted to get out of the way up front before uh, we maybe anger some people uh, but that just to start like when you Nathan when you play a video game a Star Wars game with a Force user at the center of it. Like, what kind of powers do you want them to have? Like, like for me, I just, I kind of like them to stick closer to what's established in the movies. Like, lightsaber stuff, Force push, that's that's kind of my thing. Cool, like, cool melee attack, stuff like that. What do you look for? Like, do you want them to expand the scope just for the sake of making a game fun? Or do you also want them to hang a little bit closer to canon uh it, it well it depends on the game like with fallen order um uh, pretty much everything that i've i mean the i've only played maybe five or six hours but everything so far i think has been from the movie as far as force powers go i can't think okay. of anything that would be uh it may be it may be altered a little like like it's the same power used in a new way just for the sake of the gameplay mechanics. Okay. Um, but I like that if it's a narrative game like that, yeah, I I'd prefer sticking to uh, the movie because, well, this is the big thing. We've already got the problem in the movies uh, where, People will say, "Well, why didn't they just use this power?" I mean, the biggest one is um, in at the beginning of Phantom Menace. We see Qui Gon and Obi Wan do the speed run to get away from the Jordicas, mm-hmm. and then the bigger question is, "Well, why didn't Obi Wan just use Force speed to get through the Force field barriers during the Darth Maul battle?" You know, well, because the narrative required he not 
use that power. Because that's that is George Lucas to a T. Because reasons. Yeah. And that's that's the, that's the thing. So if you start introducing these crazy new powers in the in the canon narrative video games, then that becomes the question: Well, why didn't he use that power at this part in the movie? Or you know, why didn't he? Whatever. And it, and I mean, we we kind of got that. You kind of get that in the comics and books where they kind of take liberties with force powers and that stuff, which is fine. But I think for the most part, they stick to at least variations of powers we've seen in the movies. Yeah, and I think that's important, right? Because these games are now canon. Like a game like yeah. like uh, Force Unleashed, people can adopt that as headcanon. And so the creators maybe weren't super beholden to what what's seen on screen so they go a little bit crazy now it's all canon now it matters it's applicable to the overall arc of this of this entire franchise so that you they do need to be a little bit careful with this but at the same time you're trying to make a fun and compelling video game that isn't just the same video game that you've seen before with the same set of powers just with a different skin so they've got to, yeah. they do have to mix it up and add interesting new abilities here and there, but they've also kind of walked that line of not making something ridiculous where, like you said, well, why didn't they just use, like, it's canon, so why couldn't they uh, use the running on the wall feature that Cal Kestis can do in the Fallen Order trailers? Why didn't this yeah, character and, just and, do that? And that's that's the big difference, like, passive narrative media like like a movie or a book or something you know they're like i said they're going to use the force powers to um further the plot like the the power will serve the plot but given free reign the video game is going to use force powers as a mechanic and and they do they but but you know the big thing in the video game is you want your character to feel as powerful as possible and to feel as um, as capable as possible. Fun. Yeah. And while like the force unleashed is fun in that you're using these extreme force powers uh, and being a badass and taking out stormtroopers and enemies and all that it's those force powers aren't there to serve the narrative. You could do the exact same story but using more low-key force power, like like Starkiller doesn't have to be this uber force user. He could just be, you know, normal using the, the same powers at the same levels as we've seen in the movies. And you could accomplish the same story. So the the severity of the powers in that game are purely mechanical. They're not even narrative. Yeah, um, it, it, it's like you say, like when you play as a force user, you want to feel powerful, like like the force yeah. is coming through your fingertips into that remote. Like you want to, I mean, it's, it's to centralize you as as the figure, of course, but it's to give you the sense that you are that powerful force user, light side or dark, that can exact yeah. these, that, that can put these powers into action. Like it makes you feel, it gives you the rush that these video games are intended to give. Yeah. Right? Like that's, that's and, the thing. You don't want to just... In a game that you don't, I guess you don't want to just force choke someone, lift them off the ground, and just throw them aside for you know for for twenty hours of gameplay. That might get boring at a certain point. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, it depends. It also depends on what you play games for. I play games for for the story. Uh, you know, I, I I'm not one to uh, play a first person shooter. Just you know. You know, I like Battlefront too, but if I have the choice, I'm going to play the campaign more than I'm going to play the online multiplayer. Oh, I never, I've never done multiplayer at all. I, I can't stand, yeah. I can't stand split screen. I can't stand multiplayer. It it makes me so angry. Like I just, I can't do it. It make, I, I don't like <laughs> yeah. the experience of it. Um, yeah. I'll but play. some people that's, that's their preference. They will never look at the campaign. They're just, you know, so it depends on, and that's another, another game where, You've got um, 
force powered characters. You know, you can play as as Luke or or Kylo or Vader or the Emperor or Maul or whoever. Um, but in that game, the force powers maybe are a little overpowered. Uh, but I feel like the scale. I think they're overpowered in that how easy it is for them to use these powers <laughs> more than anything. But I think the scale of the powers is appropriate to the movies. But that's that's kind of what I like about people using the force in the movies anyway. It's sort of the subtlety of it. There's a charm to how subtle um, the powers are. That when you scale it up to a star killer level, it's it's sort of you see the ridiculousness of it. You've jumped the shark. Like 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 Yoda pulling the X-wing out of the swamp. Like he's putting effort in. And it you know, it's not easy. It's not just, you know, a wave of the hand and it's done. Like it takes focus and concentration. And and I think there's a real charm and a real uh, like like to me that feels more mythic than Star Killer pulling a star destroyer out of the sky. Yeah, in Empire that like everything in that moment builds to to Yoda doing pulling off this act this little frog guy yeah lifting this thing out of submersion that our hero Luke could not do and here's a little frogman doing it and you can tell he's putting some effort in yeah you know and who like we at this point we didn't really know how old Yoda was you could tell he's pretty damn old um but you knew that he was trying real hard. And then you have Galen Merrick, who, again, <laughs> flashpoint character in this conversation. What was he? Teens when we first meet him, into his 20s or maybe 30, early 30s when you play. Yeah. And he's ripping a Star Destroyer out of the sky. Granted, it was already on its way down. Still. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a crazy thing. You have a, Based on what you see in Star Wars... You have a hard time. If if like to me, if Yoda can't do it, neither should Starkiller. You know, I can't even imagine Sidious having that ability. Well, I brought this up a few episodes ago when we were talking about Kylo, and you know what I said then is the same. I I don't want anybody to be more badass than Vader. I just I will not tolerate that. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, seeing him do something that we've never seen vader close to doing i have a big problem with that and it's fine it's a, it's a game and it's whatever but when we're really you know they're obviously making a concerted effort to uh maintain this consistency now um i, I don't want to see that kind of thing especially in a game like if, if you're going to do something that big and bombastic you need to have it be in a movie in order to set that standard like okay because because for me and some people would disagree with this but for me star wars is first and foremost a film franchise yes so it has for me it has to be the movies that set the standards absolutely so if they're gonna say it's possible for one fella to pull a star destroyer out of the sky that has that standard has to be set in a movie. 100%. And it's got to be built up to like, yeah. like star killer. Again, we're, I think we probably keep coming back to him. Like some people really see him as, as a cool character and yeah. others see him as a power fantasy, wish fulfillment, self insert type thing. Like he was yeah. really powerful, even from a young age. Like when you first meet the guy, um, like he, I, he well, he was with his dad, right? His dad was some sort of force user as well. His father was a Jedi hiding on Kashyyyk yeah. after Order sixty six. And so even with that, with little training as a young boy, ooh, the Star Killer super powerful. Yeah. Like, the character and backstory is set up in such a way, like his, his whole backstory, and it's explicit about how you're encouraged. Like he's brought up to be a vessel to fight. He's only using dark side powers at this point, and he's he's yep. engineered to be a badass so that you can have fun in a video game. But yep. pe- I think people have have, and it's again, it's that's fine. It, it's it's okay to have this video game compartmentalized 
mm-hmm. and say, we're just ha- having some fun here. Put it in, in a silo. And when the game turns off and you turn on the movie, don't even like they're so separate. Turn off the Galen Merrick. Well, it, it, yeah, it's it's the same as the, you know, Battlefront 2 multiplayer. You've got Darth Maul on Starkiller Base. You know, there's a separation there. <laughs> and, you, you you know, you can do the same thing with video games that are no longer canon. It's the same kind of thing. And, and frankly, you could do that with anything that's no longer canon. <laughs> People need to chill out. <laughs> exactly. And you see this. I see this a lot on Twitter, specifically in, in like fa- different Facebook groups. And they're, again, it's these like, what if type things that fans do all the time and they can be fun, but they also get, I notice they get way too serious where yeah. the, like the, uh, somebody will say, uh, Darth Revan versus Darth Vader, who wins in a fight. And <laughs> you go through the, the comments and I'm sure I know based on what you just said a couple moments ago, I know what you, what you would say. I know what I would say. <laughs> yeah. It's Vader. Yeah. It's Vader all day long. This is the most yep. powerful force user we've ever seen. Yet you go through the comment section and it's Revan, no question. And it's people. Yeah, just... but Kyle, Kyle, the most <laughs> important thing is, is Revan male or female? Because if it's a female, then she's a Mary Sue. But oh, if it's a male, yeah. then fine. She's, he's more powerful than Vader. So, you know, there are there are different uh, different threads you can go down here. The, yeah, that tree, there's lots of branches on that tree. Some need pruning, to be oh, honest. But you, you yeah. thought this was going to be a simple example, didn't you? <laughs> oh boy, did I step in it or what? But uh, Revan is another name, right? Because he's he was created for these video games and books, and he's yeah. hyper powerful, and he waffles between dark and light. It's like he he was like the ultimate. Well, we're not just going to make a dark guy. He's going to be a light guy too. He 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 can be what you want, and he's as powerful as you want. Yeah, and it's yeah. that's dangerous. And again, he's not. He's not canon either, or is he? Um, <laughs> what is that depends thing dangling in like Luke's the, cave? D- depends if you like the Mortis uh, or deleted scenes. Mm. Oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> um, but again, it's that thing where it's like you take these Legends characters who were created specifically for video games to make you feel powerful. You can't. Yeah. It's 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 silly to me. Again, if you're gonna have fun with the conversation, great. But if you're gonna attach meaning to these battles and say who wins now you get now you're you're getting into trouble i think you're going to you're going to yeah. cause trouble for yourself because the the games operate on a, on a different level that that uh that, than the game than the movies do and like again now go back to star killer he aside from the pulling starter stories out of the sky like that is the thing right like that's it's almost like a punchline now yeah like a force user pulling starter stories out of the sky has become like a, a, a joke and often used to like needle fandom menace people. Oh, you just wanted Luke and in, in the last Jedi to pull starter stories out of the sky. Yeah. And what's so wrong with that? Mm. <laughs> but like another one he had was like, the, the... Luke told you how ridiculous that was in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's because Ryan's an idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this, the, the Sith seeker power where like you kind of like gather in all this force energy on you, like a battery. And then you like, you unleash it in a, in like this wave that disintegrates your enemies all around you. And you like, that's not how the force works, but hell it's fun. (laughs) But, but you see that sort of ability all the time in video games in any sort of franchise where like you need to have an ability when you're in trouble, you can summon this like one time use and boom, you can clear the screen of bad guys. Like ma- yeah. magic spell or some type of pulse that disables everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was the equivalent of that power. Yeah. But like, like, like I think Luke in battlefront too, like he's got this ability to like jump up in the air and like punch the ground and send like this force shockwave, mm-hmm. which is kind of a ridiculous power, but yeah. like video games like that, that like was that power used in the campaign? I can't remember. I'm not sure. Because if it is, that power's canon. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> think I don't think so. I can't I remember just... using it, but I do remember using it in the uh the versus mode, which to mm-hmm. me is not necessarily canon. It's just it they're completely engineered battles, but that power no, is uh, built into a game. Authentic Star Wars experiences, I think is how EA puts it. All right. I mean, even that gets muddy, but so, no doubt someone <laughs> people will say 
everything in this Battlefront 2 is canon because Lucasfilm has said everything they make is canon. Therefore, punching yeah. the ground is a, a force ability that is canon. Yeah. I doubt we'll ever see that. No, no. But or, or who knows? Maybe. Well, maybe we will. maybe if 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 the narrative needs someone to <laughs> blast to punch people in an air, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll see. I don't know, Carlo do that or something. But that's the thing; it has to be uh, required by the narrative. Yeah, exactly. And, and going back to Revan, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Knights of the Old Republic series. The games or uh, the books or all of it? The games. I haven't read any of the tie-in the tie-in novels. Uh, I've read some of the comic series, uh, but but I've played the games a lot, and I love those stories. But that's another thing. Inherently, um, you know, you can go down different paths in those games. Right. And, you know, you can uh, you can choose to be dark, light, gray. You can use a mixture of uh, light and dark forced powers. You know, you could force choke someone and then use healing uh, on a companion. You know, it's it's very you're free to uh, make the story your own. Um, but that's another aspect of the whole video game influence on how people see the force that I really don't like. It's it's the the unlocked force power. Yeah, that, the that's level exactly up, what we're getting at here. It's like the level up force power. Yeah, that's uh, exactly how should these games have any influence on the movies? I would argue no, but when it's when once the toothpaste is out of the tube and you've unveiled these abilities yeah. and they're cool and they make you feel powerful as a, as a gamer, well, hell, why wouldn't you want to squeeze that same sort of feeling out of the, out of the cinematic events? Yeah. And again, to say what you said before and to quote Han, that's not how the force works. That's what we should have named this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it goes without saying. Like, when you look yeah. at, at, again, The Last Jedi, this completely, again, another, another flashpoint thing in, in fandom, people wanted Luke to be a certain way. They wanted yeah. him, a lot of a lot of people wanted to see, like, the, the Legends Luke, who was just a, almost like a god of war, which yeah. is so antithetical to what Jedi are. It's, it's Luke is not that. But hell, if he wasn't super cool in those books because they needed somebody to sell the action in those books. And it was great to see the evolution of the character. Mm -hmm. But when he does something like force project himself, we yeah. saw, like the, that is the most Jedi, the most powerful force act, most powerful force act we've ever seen. And yeah, well, it, it's 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 action without the possibility of violence. <laughs> And is is that it? Like people just want the violent up aspect of it? Is that is that what it boils down to? Like the more violent Possibly. and destructive a force power, the cooler it should be. Ergo, put it on screen. Is that I it? I guess is that it... could be that could be part of it. I guess. Yeah, but it, it's going to be really interesting seeing how they use that power going forward. Yes, because you know I get worried about the force because it seems to be like. Well, in every movie, they kind of add a new power to it, whether it's the force run or force project. And yeah. some are not super powerful, but a force project thing is massively yeah. powerful. And there's a consequence but to using I, it. Yeah, I yeah, I appreciate that Johnson did that. He said, well, we got to put a cap on this, <laughs> you know. And and you've got the, the Ray and Kylo force projection, but that seems to be... Uh, partly influenced by Snoke and then also partly um, influenced by the force itself. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to pin down what's exactly going on there, but it doesn't, it seems more uh, the force bringing them together. Maybe, maybe Snoke initiated it and then the force kind of took over from there or something. But I, I do appreciate that. It's, it's just not something that you can, you can do and i think that's i think that's supposed to be the case with with most force powers uh, i think that explains why they just don't do that thing that they did earlier 
in this situation where it would have been really useful. I think, you know, the force is very fluid and it's, it's a back and forth. And I think, you know, something like force pull or force push is probably pretty easy and the force is pretty cooperative, but when it comes to uh, force speed, maybe that takes a lot of force energy or whatever, or, you know, it's, you know, you're, your mindset has to be in a in a certain state of panic where the force will cooperate and get you out of that hairy situation. <laughs> you know, who knows? But I don't think it's as simple as I want to do this, so I'm going to put my hand out and it's going to happen. Right. I think it's it's very much more you're in the moment and the force is flowing through you and the force is guiding you and telling you what the best course of action is and you know, you're, you'll follow through and it's a back and forth. It's a communication. Yeah. So I, that, that's how I see the force. It's like, like we talked about, um, a couple episodes ago in the, one of the recent issues of the main star Wars comic, Luke easily using force pull on his lightsaber, but then in empire, it takes a lot of effort. That, yeah. I'm not a big Whoops. fan. I'm not a big fan of that. But I mean, you could say, okay, well, maybe it was he was groggy. He just woke up, and something that normally would have been easy for him, for whatever reason, is he's you know his his connection to the force is off because he was knocked out or he's, he's banged up, he's, whatever. Yeah. yeah, who knows? He needed a Snickers. Let's let's face it. <laughs> yeah, but that kind of thing is. I, I think it's a lot more complex and nuanced than just than the way it's presented in the video game where you press a button and you you do the thing. Yeah. Yeah. And for I sure. think the for I think the force has a lot more influence over force users and how they use the force. Yeah, like it manifests differently in different really, people, right? Yeah. Well, I, and that's the other thing is you have um Characters like uh, Quinlan Voss, who uses what is it, psionics or something like that? Yeah, the psionic power. Tell the the object's history, but just by touching it. Yeah, and and Cal Kestis in Fallen Order has the same power, and that doesn't manifest in every Jedi and every user. So you know, why would that be? I I can't imagine it's a biological difference. You know, their brain is wired differently. I think it's the force flows through them differently or the force you know gifted them specifically with that power so i think the force you know obi-wan says use the force luke but i i think it's more complicated than just you know the force is a battery and you're just using you know yeah that's that's a pretty specific thing like when when star wars was much simpler use the force yeah. luke it yeah. was it, it that to me implies that the force will kind of do what you want it to do. So you need yeah, to force well, that at torpedo the time into a hole, it was use a, the force. Yeah, at the time it was a quick shorthand just to communicate to the audience that this was something that Luke you know, needed to do. Yeah, but yeah, my uh, have we evolved since that point? That now it's just use the force. Like now, it's, now when Finn <laughs> says in TFA, "We'll use the force." No. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Not quite. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, I think the way that video games approach force powers is overly, it it overcomplicates them and also oversimplifies them (laughs) at the same time, which is an astonishing feat. But simple to employ and, yeah, like you can, you can just deploy us. very easily deploy a wide range of, of powers very quickly. Yeah. And, and it's, it's, it's like Luke uses the force, but when he tries to lift the rocks and he's meditating, doing the handstand with Yoda on his feet and whatever, it's, uh, he fails at it, you know, because he has the premonition. And he's not trying to have the premonition of the gang on Cloud City. It just happens to him. 
Yeah, the force could just kind of butt into that conversation. Yeah, and and they so easily interrupted. So that right there tells you that it's not simply I'm going to do this and that's that's it. Like it's a it takes effort and it takes concentration. And if you're in a situation where you don't have time to sit down and meditate or concentrate on so, on something then well, you're probably not going to be able to use certain force powers. Yeah, and if you know if he's concentrating and trying to quiet his mind to to levitate the rock while standing on one hand, yeah, that's you know Qui Gon will also say like when you when you quiet your mind, you hear the midi chlorians speaking to you, the will of the force yeah. speaking to you through the midi chlorians. That yeah. you know that's what's happening to Luke in my mind on, yeah. on Dagobah in that moment. He's quieted his mind enough to allow this vision to happen. Yeah, and yeah, I mean that, that's that's how we've grown to accept it on screen. But yeah, the video game thing is a totally different aspect where it's, it's, it is, uh, you know, to put it in terms of light and dark, it is much more axed towards the dark side where it's, it's quicker, easier and super seductive. Yeah. And it needs to be for the game to be fun again, just to, to, to talk about that. And then people would say, well, the movie needs to be fun. And yes, yeah. sure, the movie needs to be fun, but you're also you're also building a mythology with these movies, and and the force force usage in a movie to a, to a grand scale is is telling a piece of the story. Yeah, well, there, it's there to facilitate the story. It's not the end. It, it's it's a means to the end. It's not the end. Whereas in a video game. Being badass and using cool powers is the end. Right? That's the whole point. Yeah, <laughs> it's the whole point. So, but I have, this, I will say, um, talking about fallen Jedi Fallen Order, uh, I think this is the best implementation of Force and well, Force powers and um, your. Um, evolution or your advancement in force powers that I've seen in a video game. It's uh, no spoilers. This is very early game stuff, but basically you find out that Cal um, went through a traumatic event um, related to order 66, as you can imagine. (laughs) If that wasn't (laughs) traumatic enough, wait till what's next. (laughs) He, his connection to the force was wounded. Uh, and of course, he's been living for however many years, uh, trying to suppress his force powers and hiding from the Empire. Um, so that's his explanation. And as you advance, you're essentially remembering. He's essentially remembering his force powers and his, his abilities and rebuilding his connection to the force and that's sort of their way of explaining why he's learning all of these force powers and it's 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 a very clever way of doing it mm-hmm. and um so it's not like there's no mary sue argument oh well he he touched this this glowy spot on the ground and now all of a sudden he knows force whatever force pull no it's he knew how to do it um, but he's just remembering how to do it. And, and the, the scenes of that show him remembering are, are very well done. And I'm excited for you to see. I'm excited yeah, for you to, to see to that it. part. But uh, I, I think that's, that's, that's the best I've seen it done. Um, because you don't have to worry about explaining how he learns them or why it's so quick and easy for him to learn these abilities. You know, he was a Jedi, or at least a Jedi Padawan. So he knew how to do these basic things like force push and and this thing and that thing and this thing. He's just remembering how and rebuilding his connection to the force. It's very well done. Yeah, that's now that, that's a novel way of doing it. Yeah. So when we look at so when we look at the movies, like specifically these these Disney era movies. We get some new force abilities in the mix. Like we've got Kylo mixing the or doing the uh, freezing a laser bolt in the air, which was new yeah. and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, all the way and up not, to... And not overpowered. It's one laser bolt, you know? It's not freezing 10 blaster bolts at once. It's one blaster bolt. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> you know, he's not going to be able to deploy it on a battlefield. Or, oh, maybe he will. Maybe What if we see, well... uh, what, you know, those... <laughs> the star destroyers that have those cannons strapped underneath them. What if he, what if they all fire and he stops them all? Oh God. <laughs> oh, how badass! But that would be the kind of thing you see in a video game and go, Whoa, this is so cool, man. You know, would, would it make sense on screen? I don't know, man. It's crazy. But you know, all the way up to, to force projection by Luke in the last Jedi. Yeah. And like Ryan said, like that's kind of like walking to the line. And I'm I'm happy. I I don't know where they put a cap on force powers. I hope they do because I don't want. I don't want anybody. I don't want the force to be able to enable anything because reasons. Like to me, yeah. the force projection. Uh, kind of restated everything about the Jedi about nonviolence and uh, defending. Yeah. And it was super thoughtful. Only for defense, never attack. Right, and it, it was it was great in that it sort of had Luke contradict himself in the movie when he says, Oh, what am I going to do? Walk out there and face down the whole first order. Yeah. Luke oh, actually, so you will, you will give it some time. So brilliant, brilliantly done, but also like walking right to the line of like yeah. believability. But like, we, we haven't seen a lot of, and, and a little bit of vanity as well, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially the, you know, the, the, the shoulder brush too. That was hilarious. Yeah, but also, I'll make myself look 10 years younger. Uh, yeah, no that too. The just for men. The just for men look. Yeah. But we, we didn't, we haven't gotten a lot of like force, like the video game style force powers. No. And like the, the freezing a laser bolt in air was, is kind of the closest. And I've, I, I imagine that a lot of people are kind of frustrated. Like they've not seen um, any new air quotes, badass force ability inserted to these movies on a big yeah. scale. Are we missing that when we talk about these new movies? Um, like, does Rise of Skywalker need to amp that up a little bit? Um, and then, like, going going right up to, like, we, we've been joking, Starkiller level abilities and combat powers. Do we need to kind of flirt with that a little bit in Rise of Skywalker just to put, like, put full-on powers on display? No, I don't think so. I think I think we'll see a new force power introduced because we always get that. Always, always. Um and I think I think that's enough. I think show us a cool new power that we haven't seen before. And I think I think that'll do it. It's uh I mean, we know we're going to get some cool lightsaber duels, at least a couple of them in the movie. That's yeah. safe to say. Um is Palpatine going to have his dual sabers out once again? You know, can we see? Oh, that's a good question. <clears throat> Could that happen at some point? Do we need that? I mean, it seems like Palpatine kind of moved past the whole lightsaber shtick. Yeah, I, I, he did. But at the same time, I think that was because he had his his full complement of enforcers. You know, he had his inquisitors. He had his... his uh, well, he had Vader. He had his his uh, red guards, his Imperial guards. So I don't know if he. It was just uh, I have no need of these. But now, as far as we know, he's by himself. Uh, doesn't have an apprentice or anybody to to do that, do the wielding for him. So who knows? That could be. Yeah, I mean, and who would say no to that? Yeah, nobody. Almost nobody would say no to that. Um, yeah, it, it, it's. I think we. I think we could use just for the for the, the epicness of this being the finale. I think we could use a little bit more of the of of that flash and sizzle that force powers can provide in combat. But I don't want to yeah. see Ray. Um, again, for lack of a better word, pulling a starter story out of the sky. Yeah, or Kylo for that matter, because I know if Ray does it. People are going to lose their minds. Saying, well, I think oh, I think the do. way I think the way to do that is to give that to Palpatine. Have Palpatine make the big showy display of force power, and then you know because 
I mean, you can't really build Palpatine up anymore at this point. He's the big bad. He's obviously the he's bigger and badder than we even thought. <laughs> yeah, and that you makes know? sense because like Star Wars always being the story of the underdog, you yeah. could give Palpatine all the powers, let him use them all, and still have the underdog, you know, yeah, well, fire I mean, the little tiny rock via slingshot that kills him. That's the Return of the Jedi. That's you know, the Emperor's all powerful. He's the, the rebels are outmatched and they still win. Um, and but it's, be, it would be great to see. And it's always in the way that you don't think. And it's I've, this is yeah. something I said on the podcast a long time ago. When Palpatine goes, and he will, it's not going to be because Ray cuts his head off or a redeemed Kylo Ren um, chops his hands off and they arrest him. Yeah. Like it's not going to be. Palpatine's end won't be because they defeat him in battle. Yeah. It'll be some very human emotion type thing that will be Palpatine's fall. Yeah. It's always that in Star Wars. It's it, in Return of the Jedi, it's it's Luke tossing the saber. That's when Luke wins. Yeah. It's not when Luke t- chops off Vader's hand. It's when Luke throws away a saber and says, "I'm done with this fighting business. Kill me if you have to, but we're done here. This is this is not me. This is not what I want." That's what's going to take out Palpatine. Yeah. And I I kind of well, dread I mean, what the reaction will be. Well, Rose Rose said how they win in the Last Jedi, whether you like it or not. And which is again if saving you, if you, what we love. And if you don't like that, then you then you don't uh, then you must you must have a problem with how Palpatine is defeated in Return of the Jedi. You have to. Yep. You. I don't think you can have it both ways, where you dislike what Rose says, but you're cool with Luke tossing the saber because it's the same thing. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. I, 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 it's never lost on me. The visual language of that moment in return of the Jedi, when Luke throws down the lightsaber and turns back to the emperor and declares uh, himself a Jedi. Yeah. He's standing between Palpatine and Vader. Like, just that. He's standing between them. Like, he's... After all that, he's sort of defending his father from Palpatine. Mm -hmm. Or at least... Maybe he's not literally defending him, but to me, that's the symbology of that. Him standing there. He's the one who's standing against Palpatine. On behalf of his father. He knows his father can't. Or he thinks his father can't. So he's doing it for him. He's going to be the one. To finally stand up to Palpatine. And in the end. That's what saves them all. Yep. Yep it's, for sure. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And, and, I, and it didn't take any fancy force powers. Again Palpatine's the only one. Who used this brand new force power. We'd never seen before. The lightning. Yeah, this big epic, you know, oh, whoa, look how powerful he is. You know, I suspect it'll be the same or something similar in Rise of Skywalker, where we see Rey taking the high ground, making making the decision, taking the stand, and Palpatine's the one who puts on the show for us. I completely agree. I, I can't see it playing out any other way other than this powerful human in Ray making a choice because she's a feeling person yeah, who's decided that this is not the way. Mm-hmm. And who knows how, or if Kylo or Ben factors into that, you know, yeah. if, if, a, yeah. if Kylo is, if he's redeemed at some point in the film, late in the film, you know, that the Palpatine confrontation between Ray, that's, that's that's end of movie stuff or like climax stuff. If Ben yeah. Solo is going to be redeemed, he's going to fold into that somehow. Mm-hmm. And it would be interesting to see what wrinkle that plays. And going back to our last episode of Luminous Beings, how does how does any potential team up between two light side users versus Palpatine? How does that affect our view of who the hero becomes? Again, that's yeah. we've had that conversation. Um, and we've got only only a little bit of time left to find the answer. 
which I'm oh, super excited about, but actually really nervous for. Uh, but I trust a JJ at the same days. time. At the same time, he's a slippery one. I don't know, man. <laughs> but yeah, I would say, you know, to bring it around here, I would say video games, you got, even though they're canon, I think you still need to have them in a, even though, God, this is, this is really tricky to kind of sum up. They're canon. Everything that happens in the narrative of a, a new Lucasfilm game is canon. Yep. That's fair game. It's on the table. It's confirmed. At the same time, I think we as fans need to sort of temper it a little bit and say that, yeah, I know, but I don't, yeah. I'm not expecting this on screen. And it's uh, maybe it's a bit unreasonable to expect all fans to think the same way. That's actually completely <laughs> unrealistic. But I think we do need to kind of guard ourselves a little bit and say, just because this force power can be executed by holding uh, L2 and R2 at the same time, yeah, that it's something that will necessarily should be on screen. Yeah. Well, and I'm happy to report that at least up to the point that I am in Fallen Order, um, they seem to be doing it right. Every force power I've unlocked so far or remembered in the... <laughs> systems of the game um has been something that's been on screen it's force push it's force pull it's you know um you know the the big draw is the is you know kylo's freezing power you use that a lot in the game so and that's not a spoiler that stuff's all been in the trailers yeah. but that's uh that's well done. And it's not overpowered. Like it's very reasonable. Like you can freeze two or three stormtroopers at a time. You know, you can deflect blaster bolts back. You can force push a, a door open. You can, you know, that kind of thing. It's, 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 and it's, it's things we've seen in the movies or the animated series or, you know, it's, it's things we've seen before. So it's not, it's not this ridiculous, like, to heal yourself, you don't even, they don't even have like a version of force heal or anything in it in the, in the game. As far as I can tell, it's like, like stim packs type things. <laughs> so they really, they didn't take a whole lot of liberties. They were very faithful to what we've seen. And I honestly, I think that goes a long way in making the game feel like star Wars for sure. Yeah, it's you got it, for me anyway. You've got you got to try and keep it in universe as much as you can, without yeah, stretching believability. Well, because it all feels familiar. Yeah, you want to feel and, like you're part and of it Star doesn't, Wars. Yeah, and it, for me, if I see someone in a video game do something I haven't seen in the movies, that kind of takes me out of it because I start thinking, you know, if I'm playing Cal Kestis's journey, I don't really want to be thinking about Luke's journey. Anakin's journey or uh, Ahsoka's journey or whoever, you know, I want to be focused on this. And if, if everything he's doing is familiar to me in one way or another, and maybe it's used in a different way, or it's a variation on the power, as long as it's familiar and I recognize it and it's not overblown or they're not doing something radically different with it, then it's not going to take me out of it. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to just live in that universe more easily. Yeah. Like I don't want to have to, I don't want to play a game and unlock this ability and go, well, geez, I'm just a Padawan. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm an adrift Padawan and now I can do this. Why couldn't any of the dozens of Jedi we saw in the prequels at the height of Jedi power? Why couldn't they have done that? Yeah. It took Luke four years. <laughs> To become a Jedi. And it took Over the a course... long weekend, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. We're not doing this again, Kyle. We're not doing it again. No. <laughs> All right. Um, I've, I've said my piece on this. Yeah. Keep it, keep it real, people. Keep it in perspective. Uh, have fun with the video games. Take the story for what it is. And just realize that it's again it's the movies that set the standard that's that's where it's at when it comes to these powers but play fallen order if you can because it's so good yeah don't sleep i'm i, I will i absolutely 100 percent will 
as soon as I can. Uh, but yeah, if you're not a video game person, at least do yourself the solid of going and watching the, the, the watch someone play it, watch a walkthrough. It might take you a couple hours or you can watch like the cutscenes and get the story. And that's enough because yeah. like, it's, it's, it is the, the story elements they've put forth in Battlefront 2 and for what I'm hearing in Fallen Order, there's cool stuff in there. Yeah. Well, this is my dilemma is that there's a lot of um, you have this thing called a codex, which is basically your journal and it's your collection of info bits that you've picked up throughout the world. <laughs> and there's a whole lot of them. So there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of uh, world building in the game itself. I mean, there's new planets introduced um, and we're going and seeing familiar planets at periods we haven't seen them before. Um, and seeing familiar characters that we haven't seen during this period uh, or mu- seen much of anyway. Uh, but there's also all of these little info bits that are also building out the world passively. You know, it's it, they're the collectibles in the game. Um, so <laughs> I've got this, I'm building this library in the game that once I finish, I'm going to have to go back and read through just to pick up all the little info nuggets to find out what was happening here at this time and what was happening here and and what happened to this character and, and that kind of stuff. I'm looking forward to it, but I also know it's going to be a lot of reading on my TV, which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> my I never eyes. enjoy that. I never enjoy that. All right. I mean, that, yeah, for sure. For sure. All that, all that and more. Uh, but that, that's it. That brings us to the end of Luminous Beings number six, I think. This is this has been great, man. Uh, hope you guys yeah. enjoyed this episode and all episodes. If you did, then hopefully, if you're listening to this on the main feed, if you like this, um, hopefully you like it enough to support us on Patreon. And where you, as a top-tier patron, you will have the, the perk to suggest a topic for us in a future episode. So take advantage of that while supporting us at the same time. It's a win-win. If there's, but also, yeah. send in your reactions questions and anything you want us to discuss on a smaller level were we wrong about certain things right about certain things uh do you have a different perspective on things we've talked about we want to hear back from you too and we'll we'll talk about that on the show absolutely absolutely we i the feedback and the ongoing conversation is what this is all about. So if you have thoughts on what we've said, by all means hit us up. We we uh we would love to talk about your your feedback. Um mm-hmm. All right, that, that's that's us done for another edition of Luminous Beings. Let, again, you can reach out to us by email, tumblingsaber at gmail.com, uh, or you can drop us a line on Twitter. I'm at tumblingsaber. Nathan, you're at? N-A-F Roberts. And you can also find us both in our closed Facebook group where we talk Star Wars all the time. It's pretty active in there. We've got a great little tight group of, of people talking Star Wars, whether it's video games or comics or movies. Come check it out. Uh, Tumbling Saber closed Facebook group. And, and uh, if you like talking uh, Star Wars spoilers, not just Mandalorian spoilers, all Star Wars spoilers, you can join the uh, Tumbling Saber spoiler discussion group. Yeah, we created a subgroup. We had we had to take the extra step of creating a subgroup uh, f- to handle spoiler discussions because uh, you know what? It's we're getting antsy. We're we're getting close to Rise of Skywalker. The Mando is is driving us all wild. We got to get these things out there. So we've created a sub. I love spoilers. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm, spoilers. Oh, I love them. It, for me, I love them. It's it for me. It's like it's like McDonald's where I can have it, but sparingly. Yeah. Well, and people ask me, you know, doesn't it ruin the movie for me? No. Like I've seen A New Hope five hundred times. I still love that movie every time I watch it. <laughs> you know, I still love watching Luke. I'm your father. Or, sorry. No, I'm your father. <laughs> I still love watching. It. I've seen it a million times. It's not a surprise anymore. I still love watching it. It just knowing what's going to happen just makes me ex- more excited to see that on screen. And that's, and that's if you believe the reports. And I think the people that well, we typically yeah. listen to, have pretty solid info yeah but if they're wrong 
you bonus, get a whole you new still movie. get surprised. Yeah, you get a whole new movie instead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, and they never report everything. It's like uh, The Force Awakens. Nobody knew his name was Ben. No. It was a shock to everybody. The people who had the entire movie mapped out and knew every little detail had no idea. They were as shocked as everybody else when Han shouts Ben. Absolutely. Never there are always surprises. There's, yeah, there's always a surprise in there. Yeah. Anyway, we were wrapping this up. <laughs> oh, man, now I feel like tangenting again. It's kind of funny. You know, it's too I, easy. I, I'm not super spoiled on Rise of Skywalker. I, I'm f- way less spoiled than I was uh, comparatively speaking for uh, The Force Awakens. But I, I, I do know that you know MSW is, is, is they've got the, the outline of the movie. So does Bespin Bulletin. So does uh, Jedi Paxis. Paxis, yeah. And I know that people are sort of lukewarm about the contents overall. Like some stuff's cool. Some stuff is like, ooh, boy. Like that sounds yeah. weird. It's, it's a case-by-case basis for me. But you also see people freaking out about how how full of crap these guys are and they can't wait for for the movie to come out so they can sh- prove how wrong all these leakers are and how poor their info is and i'm just i, I rub my temples and i'm like they've always been pretty accurate guys yeah you know and so i'm yeah. i'm it's going to be crazy and a crazy time at the end of december to see what comes of that particular uh, angle of fandom? Are people going to line oh, up to apologize? Or, or... By the end of December, we're all going to be pulling our hair out anyway. Oh, it's, that's going to be a tumultuous time. For I'm sure. looking forward to it, but I'm also dreading it. And then we can move past the Skywalkers, right? As much as we don't want it to end, we want it to end so that we can all get back to page zero. Yeah. Well, anyway. Hopefully everybody will forget about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe at, Star Wars will just die least, on the vine. At least certain people will forget about Star Wars for a while. Yeah, I, I feel I still feel like a lot of people will call it a day. A lot of fans will yeah. say, "I've had my fun with Star Wars. The Skywalkers are my jam. That's it. Episode nine's done. I'm out." Yeah, and maybe that's for the we best. We can only hope. Maybe that's for the best. Anyway, that'll do it for Luminous Beings this week or this month, whatever it is. Uh, We'll catch you again next time, everybody. Thank you so, so much for listening, and we'll see you later. Utini. Utini.